From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, April 4th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. An extraordinary moment in U.S. history unfolded in a New York City courthouse today as former President Donald Trump surrendered to face criminal charges stemming from 2016 hush money payments to an adult film star. ONN's Christy Paul in Cleveland asked Ohio Governor Mike DeWine about it. What's your reaction to uh, former President Trump's indictment? Well, we're all watching this. You know, I'm a former county prosecuting attorney, and uh, Fran says, in my heart, I'm still a prosecutor, I guess. So I kind of look at it from from that point of view. Uh, you know, you've got a grand jury that obviously met. What we don't know, as you and I are talking right now, is what is actually in the indictment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you always want to look at the indictment, see what what is this person, whoever it is, uh, you know, actually actually charged with. Um, so, look, it's not a happy day uh, when a former president of the United States is apparently going to be indicted today. Mm-hmm. No one can be happy about that. I'm Christy Paul. Forecasters are warning of more severe weather in the days ahead across much of the same region hit hard by storms last week. Fierce storms that began Friday spawned tornadoes in 11 states, including Ohio. They started in Arkansas and wrapped up in Delaware, and at least 32 people died. ONN meteorologist Maddie Kirker says all of Ohio will be under an enhanced risk for severe weather tomorrow afternoon and evening. Damaging winds will be the primary threat. However, we could squeeze out a couple of large hailstones, isolated tornadoes cannot be rolled out, and some heavy rainfall, real brief, could lead to some localized flooding across the area. Over the weekend, tornadoes were confirmed in Auglaize, Miami, and Paulding counties. In south-central Ohio, three people were killed yesterday in a crash involving a semi about 11 miles east of Piketon. Details from ONN's Dave James. The Ohio State Highway Patrol said it received a call about a crash at an intersection along State Route 32 just before 5 p.m. 34-year-old Stephen D. Stapleton was driving northbound on Route 335 when troopers say he didn't stop at a stop sign and was hit by a truck traveling eastbound on Route 32. Stapleton, along with 36-year-old Krista Stapleton and 73-year-old Stephen F. Stapleton, were all pronounced dead at the scene. The driver of the semi was not injured. The crash remains under investigation. Dave James, ONN News. A woman in Toledo is in jail after an incident at a basketball game. ONN's Amanda Fay has more. Hannah Carpenter is accused of trying to kidnap a child in a stroller during Saturday's Mud Hens game. It all happened on Washington Street in downtown Toledo. Police say Carpenter allegedly grabbed onto and pulled a stroller in an attempt to take the child who was in it. She appeared before a judge in Muni Court where her bond was set at $500,000. Carpenter is still behind bars and will be back in court next week. I'm Amanda Fay. East of Cleveland in Chesterland, all West Geauga School District buildings were closed today after an 18-year-old high school student was arrested for having a gun on campus yesterday. Here's ONN's Stephanie Haney. Police tell 3 News the school went into lockdown while officers searched the building. There was no threat made, but students were sent home and classes were dismissed for the day. Authorities are still investigating this situation. I'm Stephanie Haney. The murder trial for ex-Columbus police officer Adam Coy is now postponed because of a cancer diagnosis. ONN's Tracy Townsend explains. Coy appeared before a judge when his attorneys asked for that delay. His attorney, Mark Collins, says he's undergoing chemotherapy for classic Hodgkin's lymphoma. Coy is set to go on trial for the murder of an unarmed black man, Andre Hill, back in 2020. Right now, Coy is out on a $1 million bond. The judge postponed the trial indefinitely. There will be another status hearing in July. 
I'm Tracy Townsend. Funeral arrangements were announced for a police officer from Springfield Township, just outside of Cincinnati, who was killed in a crash Friday while responding to a call. Visitation for 31-year-old Tim Unwin is tomorrow at the Spring Grove Funeral Home in Cincinnati. The funeral will be Thursday. 50-year-old William Dunson of North College Hill was also killed in that two-car crash. An investigation continues into the cause. Two months after the toxic train derailment in East Palestine, residents are still conflicted about what to do with their lives. Sharice Munyon is a mom of two who says she feels frustrated and torn. Cancer is a huge concern because that's the word that keeps getting thrown around that in 10 years your kids could be diagnosed with cancer. And that's terrifying, but also it's terrifying to uproot my family. I feel like I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't. Like if I keep my kids here, there's a chance they could get cancer. But if I leave, am I leaving my home that I've been in for the past 10 years with my kids for something that I didn't have to uproot my lives for. Ohio's U.S. Senators Sherrod Brown and J.D. Vance, along with Pennsylvania's two senators, have sent a letter to the National Institutes of Health asking the agency to begin gathering resources and conducting research into the short- and long-term health effects of the East Palestine train derailment. ONN's Bennett Haberly reports. The residents we spoke to living in East Palestine have complained about headaches, burning lips, trouble breathing, Government officials continue to point to tests that show both the air and the municipal water are safe. But just last week, the CDC says several of its employees conducting health surveys in East Palestine fell ill in early March, experiencing many of the same symptoms that have been described by residents there. I'm Bennett Haverly. In Northeast Ohio, Westlake-based tech company Highland has laid off approximately 1,000 employees. ONN's Betsy Kling in Cleveland has more. That's 20% of its workforce. The company posted a letter to employees on the website saying it is restructuring. It's removing layers of management, adjusting team sizes, and reassigning responsibilities. The company's CEO, Bill Premier, said the move is, quote, the hardest change we've ever had to make. This isn't the first round of layoffs. In 2021, the company laid off more than 100 workers on its product delivery team. I'm Betsy Kling. Today is the first day for early voting in Ohio's May 2nd primary election. Polls will be open from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. this week at county boards of election offices. Ohio State's spring game is just 11 days away on Saturday, April 15th at noon. ONN's Dom Tiberi says the team is still being put together. Much of the attention this spring has been on the quarterback race between Kyle McCord and Devin Brown. Coach Day breaks the competition down this way. You know, these guys are making mistakes just like any quarterback would. How quickly can they learn from those mistakes and grow? You know, it's very hard to tell sometimes in, in a practice like this. It's a little chaotic and everything like that. So, and they're also not live. Um, but it's all about decision-making and moving the team down the field. We'll keep evaluating it. I think there's been some good things, but a lot to grow from. I'm Dom Tiberi. And the top-ranked Ashland University women's basketball team beat number 2 Minnesota Duluth 78-67 on Saturday to win the NCAA Division II championship for the third time in program history. ONN's Adam King has more on the Eagles' impressive season. They say no one is perfect. Well, the Ashland women's basketball team is, in fact, perfect. The team going 37-0 and winning the national championship this weekend. That's impressive, but maybe even more impressive than perfection, which is hard to do. Only three times this season did they play a game decided by less than eight points. I'm Adam King. The Eagles, who also went 37-0 en route to the 2017 national title, completed the second undefeated season in program history this year and just the sixth in Division II. 
Special thanks to our affiliates WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.